0: Hey, <laughs> hey, bears! Welcome back to the 305. I'm here with Miss McVeigh, and we're going to talk about how
1: she's a new teacher
0: and what that's like, and all the things. So, what do you tell us? What you teach?
1: So, I teach global history to seniors and American history to freshmen. So, quite the age gap going on here. <laughs> and you went to school at UA.
0: Yes. So, what's I did. it like to be back teaching at UA? I.
1: Love it in a lot of ways. I think people also get surprised when they ask me what year I graduated from here and I say 2015. They're like, wait a minute, has enough time even elapsed for you to have gone to college and be back here? But it's been good learning from my colleagues now in a different way. So they were once my teachers when I was here and now I'm still learning from them, like learning teaching strategies from them. They've been so helpful. So I think building those relationships when I was a student here has helped make the first year teaching easier. Well, as easy as it can be. Okay. Um, what teachers did you have when you were here
0: that are still here teaching? I had
1: Miss Brown, Mr. Shinneberry, Mr. Sikorsi. Um. I had Miss Hayes for World History, and she's not here anymore. But, yeah, I had, like, Mr. Reinhardt, Miss Kerr. Kentner, camp like, everyone is still here, I think, except for maybe, like, one teacher. That's crazy. Um, As you said, you
0: graduated in 2015. We're seniors. We're graduating 2020. So your students are, like, four years younger than you, right? Yes. So what's that (laughs) dynamic like in class?
1: It, I think, makes the class comfortable, and there's a lot of trust there because I think they – they feel that I understand this really pivotal point in their lives, they're kind of deciding what people, like what kind of person they want to be, they're gonna decide what they want to do, um, if they go to college or if they're gonna start working, so I think I'm very understanding and sensitive to everything that they're going through and what a stressful time this is, so I think that's made our student-teacher relationship so much better, and it's it's been so much fun, and they still, respect me and listen to me and which has just been very rewarding to establish that type of relationship.
0: Was it always your goal to come back and teach at UA or did you not know where you wanted to teach?
1: I was very open to teaching anywhere I hadn't honestly didn't think I would find a job at a school like UA for 10-15 years into my career so this was like a a one-in-a-million opportunity for me, and I'm just so lucky and happy to be here. I never thought that this would happen in a million years. So I am very appreciative and just happy that I get to just walk in to the building every single day. I'm very lucky.
0: What about your experience as a student at UA made you want to become a teacher?
1: I think learning from such great teachers, I definitely have adopted similar teaching strategies that they have used. And I always remembered like being in class and being very happy and being very engaged and knowing that my teachers cared about me. And I feel like it's important as a teacher to kind of make yourself that person that people can really identify with and say, this is my one person that I really trust, that I can go to. And knowing that I felt that way about so many of my teachers, I figured, it would be amazing to be that person and that role model for somebody else. So that kind of played into it.
0: What's the biggest, like, most important thing that you want your students to know going into college?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, wow. Hmm. I would say ask for help. Ask for help because the people who will help you now will be your competition down the road. So accept the help when it's offered and don't be afraid to ask because knowing when you need help for anything, whether it's school, whether it's personal things, it is okay to need help, and I think it shows more bravery and a sense of security when you know that you can ask. And you're always better off when you ask for help. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. can we, can we um, no, you're killing it. Um, maybe yes. ask about long-term new
0: school. That's an adjustment. Oh, so... so what's been the hardest adjustment to make coming into teaching?
1: Uh, <laughs> I think the lack of sleep. <laughs> I'm just very <laughs> tired, but... Like being here, like I'm so happy during the day all the time that I'm constantly laughing, constantly smiling. Like my students are all amazing. So it keeps me energized and knowing that I'm putting in all this work is worth it to see them happy, see them learning, seeing them be successful and engaging in the content. I think the biggest adjustment for me was realizing how hard this is. Um, A lot of my friends who are starting off their careers, they're very clock in, clock out. They're at work from eight to four. Or 8 to 5. And they're done and they get to leave their school or their work Mm -hmm. at work. And I don't really get to do that. But, I mean, thank God that I love it. And I'm willing to (laughs) dive into it because yeah, it's all worth it. It's the best job ever.
0: If you couldn't be a teacher, what would you be? Or what would you have gone to college for?
1: Like any job? Yeah. I would for sure be a photographer for National Geographic. Oh. 100%. That's a good. One. And then you get to travel everywhere. Right. Or one of the people who works um, for the Bill Gates Foundation and just gets to decide where his money gets to be spent. Like charities, <laughs> like mission work, <laughs> things like that. Maybe like we'll throw a million this way. That's what we'll do. No, just throw around
0: money. Um, maybe ask about Ask out, um, going into college, did you think that this is something that you'd want to do, and then new school, and then, um, like, what is something so cool? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, just, like, funny things that have happened, like, weird things you didn't expect, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Can you tell us your favorite thing that's happened to you
1: as a teacher (laughs) so far? I thought you were going to say period. Not (laughs) 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 like, ever. (laughs) Um... Oh my goodness. Okay, one of the funny, this is probably the day I've laughed the hardest. My global history, we were playing a review game called Capture the Castle, and we were in medieval times. We were drawing castles with like battle armaments and battle formations, and so I kind of made these roll cards and the, ca- like, the kids had to attack the other castle and they would do it by playing like, trivia to review. It was so funny. They got so into it. I mean, granted, it kind of got a little off-topic when people were drawing, um, like, helicopter pads on their (laughs) castles, but it was still funny, and they were so into it. And one of my students, um, in the middle of, like, the championship round between the last two castles, had drawn this fire breathing dragon and just runs through the whole classroom with this fire <laughs> breathing dragon and is like making all these noises and the whole class was just dying laughing and it was so fun. I still have the pictures of the castles hanging in my classroom and that was two months ago. That's amazing. I was crying. No, so funny. to bring you
0: down from that, what's the hardest thing that's happened or like the worst? Not, not the worst. The
1: hardest. I think the hardest is really learning all of the content the one of the classes I'm teaching is like global history from all over the world since the beginning of time so kind of going back and refreshing myself and relearning and learning new things that I've never learned before and presenting it in a way that's interesting to the kids and to help them remember it I think that's been the hardest part but To me, it's so exciting when I nail it and I love learning about it. I'm just a huge nerd, so yeah. I think the hardest part has also been the most rewarding as well.
0: What things have changed in UA in the time from when you graduated to coming back as a teacher?
1: I think it is a lot more casual if that makes sense. I think like student-teacher relationships are more casual, and I think there's a lot of trust and freedom with what kids are allowed to do, and I think that's so wonderful that the district and our school trusts our students and knows that they're gonna make good decisions and gonna do the right thing, and I think putting trust in kids at a younger age teaches them how to make right the right decisions later on when they have that freedom. So I feel like our school does a good job with that, more so now than ever. <laughs> That's my answer. Yes. Yeah. Um,
0: maybe talk about, um, I don't know, in high school when you were learning history and stuff, did you know that this is something that you'd want to do for the rest of your life Then ask? Uh, at what point in your high school career did you know that you wanted to be a teacher
1: I think my love of American history was really instilled in me by my eighth grade history teacher Mr. Richard so I actually got to see him at the Veterans Day celebration and it was this crazy like a moment in my life I'll never forget he was the reason why I started to love history and I realized like I think I could really fall in love with being a teacher and he was so hard on us in eighth grade like so hard on us I still have the whole Gettysburg Address memorized by heart because (laughs) he had us memorize it yeah and I still know it like learned so many lessons from him and I hadn't seen him since I finished eighth grade and it was crazy seeing him and at the Veterans Day celebration we got to catch up and not only like talked to him about his experiences in the Vietnam War but I got to introduce him to my students and he was like whoa he was like how the world has come <laughs> full circle so that was super super special and he really is one of the people who made me want to be a teacher and I think I've always loved history I've always loved learning about it I would read history books just for fun so it's awesome that I get to impact young people and help them not only like learn history, but learn about themselves, learn how to think critically, and make good decisions moving forward. And I think that especially with my seniors, as they're going off to college, I'm just hoping that if they learn that they are smart, that they are important people, and that they're going to do great things, I think if they know that they have one person that believes in them, then they'll at least take that with them. So if you're watching, hey guys. (laughs) That was so awesome. Or listening, my bad.
0: (laughs) Um, I should have thought of more questions. No, you're fine. No, you've been, these are awesome Uh, answers. uh, um, Usually we like ask follow-up questions, but your answers are so like... Yeah. Like, I don't I mean, have any questions. Did. You answered um, no the
1: <laughs> Have you guys started the podcast already? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there's like, three. Three?
0: Our first one was with a girl in our grade. She did, like, a college uh, college preview course. And then our second one was with a freshman who's TikTok famous. Mm-hmm. And what? Then <laughs> who? Patrick Berkey. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. I don't have him. And then our <laughs> last one was just me and Ellie talking about cool math games. Yes. <laughs> any opportunity
1: for my freshman to make TikToks.
0: They really? they
1: pop off. It's we make, so funny.
0: We made a bunch of history TikToks in IB history. Do you have Palmer? You me, yeah. That
1: seems like a Palmer yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I was like, let's make political cartoons and we were doing it I don't even remember what unit this was in, but the kids were like, Can we make TikToks instead? And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> so they were try- like acting out like discrimination <laughs> and acting out all these like deep yeah, complex I love topics. TikToks. And then when I, like, don't
0: get them, I, like, look it up so I can, like, figure it out. What it's it, maybe to. it is an educational tool. I, like, well, well, we did a lot of memes in, like, the first year of Ivy History. And, like, I I, I, I remember them the things we made memes about more than I remember anything else. Like, mine were all about Lebanon and, like, the way they, like, annexed Lebanon and, like, d- divided the population up. And, like, how they haven't t- taken a census since the 1930s. Yeah, they need to they get that. like, them. making memes about how <laughs> like... Like, how many
1: people? Lebanon
0: hasn't taken a census since the 1930s. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Oh, wait. Do to to close it out? <laughs> <Just say that. laughs> Thanks for listening, UA. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Bears. As always, make sure you follow us on Instagram at 305podcast for updates and more.
1: <laughs> awesome.